All right, so we have walked you through build relationships of trust, understand the customer's needs, recommend a solution, create value, resolve concerns, close by asking for the sale, fulfilling your part of the agreement, and now we're going to get to the final step, and that is sustaining the relationship. This is an important step because this is where the money happens. If you do all of the other steps, you can get the sale. But this is where you get the follow-up sales. This is where you actually take someone from just a regular customer to a loyal customer. And this is where it really starts to impact your business because it's so much more cost-effective to sustain a customer, sustain a relationship, than it is to try and get new customers and new relationships every single time. And so when we talk about sustaining the relationship... I want to look at this uh, from, you know, the, the inherent ideas, innovative concept. Inherently, we feel like we are always doing our best. You know, you talk to someone and you're just like, hey, you know, <laughs> well, I, like, I don't know why they're mad at me. I was just honest with them and now they're <laughs> mad at me or, I, you know, I... I, I tried to help them, but I just couldn't. There, there was nothing that I could do to, to help them. They were just so upset or, you know, like that's the inherent concept behind sustaining a relationship is saying, well, I'm going to put a few token concepts out there, a few token thoughts and say, well, I'm willing to do this or I can do this. You know, let me refund you. And if that's not good enough, there's nothing I can do for you. And that, that tends to be the attitude that we take in sustaining the relationship is we look at it and we say, you know what, if it's easy, I'll sustain it. it you know, if they're already happy with me, I'll sustain the relationship. The talent comes when someone is upset with you and then after an engagement with you, they are not only happy, but they're loyal because you were able to sustain that relationship. And so that's what I want you to have in the back of your mind as we talk about this section, as, as we talk about you know what it is that you're actually sustaining. So as we go through some of these key points, think in your mind, am I able to sustain the relationship not only with the easy customers, but also with the difficult customers? A couple of my favorite things that I love doing when I uh, sustain a relationship is I get away from just the candidate uh, computer-generated type email type stuff. I love to send a handwritten letter to someone, uh, take the time out. And I think it's because I love, you know, when I see all my mail and I see something that's handwritten, I always open it because you just don't see that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the things I've learned is that those little things that I like are the things I like to do back to other people to say thank you, that little handwritten little, hey, thanks for your business today. Uh, we, we hope you had a good experience. If we can do anything else, please let us know. But all handwritten, handwritten on the envelope, handwritten inside the letter, uh, mailed to them. Uh, I find that that uh, just hits a little sweet spot with a lot of people out there. Um, <clears throat> on the flip side of that, I have a little bit of a, especially if you're heavy into sales, um, on, on commodities. I hate the fact, um, when, you know, and I'll, I'll, I guess put it into a category, even though I don't mean to demean it. It's, that's not my intention, but too often you get the, the door to door salesman, um, knocks on the door, but I really, for whatever reason, I don't have an interest in that product or service that day. Um, but they always ask, um, Hey, is there any of your neighbors that you can refer to me? 
And my first thought is, is I haven't used your product. I don't know you from Adam. Um, why would I make a legitimate referral to you? Why would I send you to someone in case you really screw it up and you use my name? Uh, no way. You know, way. So I'll send you to the neighbors I hate. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is I, I've got, you know, I've got a few people in my back pocket. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, would you go bug this guy for me? Because... <laughs> His dog barks way too much. <laughs> and now people that know us are going to be like, wait, you sent a referral over here. That must be you. <laughs> Not necessarily. But, but you see what I mean? You know, if you've done and built, if you've gone through all these uh, customer engagement steps and you have that solid relationship and you've built it, you can ask for referrals and they will give you legitimate referrals. But if you ask for them prematurely, I'm going to tell you right now, they're just going to be garbage because there isn't that relationship of trust. They haven't, they can't vouch for your product and your service. They can't vouch for your, your warranty and your services and other things that are all part of this process. So be very careful if you're having to sales of one, you ask for referrals because that one can really get you in trouble. Um, whether you're doing door to door sales, whether that's, they're coming into your location, whether that's online sales, um, et cetera. So just be careful with that one. Make sure that you have that relationship um, and that they are a loyal customer when you ask for referrals because that's where the best ones are going to come from. And when they come, they make for easy, easy sales, new additions to your, to your customer list. Yeah. So, uh, let's, let's kind of recap this. Uh, there, there was a lot of good points that you made, but I really want to kind of put these into some bullet points so that people can recognize, oh, these are some steps that we can take to, you know, uh, sustain that relationship. And I do want to point out, this is not the end all only way to do it, but there are a couple things here that, that were brought up that really, uh, really stand out. And so that first thing is, do something to make them feel special and important. Take extra effort. You know, don't don't just settle for, you know, you use the example of a handwritten thank you card is going to stand out more than an email or a text or something that was, you know, generically produced and just, you know, just pushed out there. And, and so do something to make them feel appreciated and recognized. Uh, you also talked about the, uh, you know, the, this idea of when to ask for referrals or when to kind of engage further with them. And, you know, so I, I think that's a great point to make that as part of sustaining the relationship is there's always going to be follow-up, but there's appropriate times for that follow-up. You know, in this case, don't ask for the referral until you have sustained that relationship, until you've made sure that that there's a level of trust. And if you're asking prematurely, it comes across as uh, very sales pitchy, not very authentic. Uh, you know, you want to make sure and, and do that. Um, one that uh, really comes to my mind is just talking about you as a personal brand. Uh, I think that this is important when we're talking about sustaining the relationship is who are you? And and there are two levels of you that I'm going to talk about here for a second. There's the you as a person and as an individual, and then there's the you as what your company stands for. And so, you know, if you think back to those, you know, those relationships that you personally have had for, you know, decades, 
What is it about that? Well, there's an individual behind it, I guarantee. There, there's always an individual that you really care about deeply or feel like they care about you. And, you know, you have a level of trust with them. There, there, there's a lot of things that are ongoing and sustainable. Uh, you know, I think that when we talk about sustaining the relationship, it, it refers to the fact that, you know, there's a wash, rinse, repeat cycle going on with all of this customer engagement. It's not, oh, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I remembered your name one time, but then I forgot it, you know, later. And it's like, well, then who cares? I, I don't care that, that you used to know who I was. I want to care that you know who I am today, you know. And so th- th- there's always an individual behind this, but then there's also a company promise where, you know, the culture of the company needs to line up with the integrity of its employees. And so if you have a fabulous person, have you ever seen this situation where there's a fabulous person working for a, a company and you even want to ask them, like, why are you here you're way too good to be at this location. <laughs> you know, I I've seen that, and uh, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of what what does that say about the culture of the company? Where when you've got someone who really has talent, and the first thing everyone wants to say is, "Yeah, you need to leave this culture because you're a good person." You know, so. <laughs> So, so when we're sustaining the relationship, we need to make sure that we're, you know, sustaining it on an individual basis, but also sustaining it on a, a company cultural basis. And and those are just things, you know, like I said, this isn't this isn't everything that's going to sustain the the relationship, but those are some things to to think about and say, okay, what, you know, what is our company doing to make sure that we are sustaining those relationships? You know, what are we currently doing to sustain the relationship? Take and take a minute and jot some of that down. And then the second piece of that question is then going to be, are there any other ideas or better ways that we could sustain that relationship? So uh, take some time, think through those two questions, uh, jot down some notes, and then we'll be back with you. 